before we get into this, uh, I just got to say there's too many things that I have watched uh, in the past week to really cover them all. Like I've there's a lot, and I know uh, something that you've been watching that we got to talk about. But uh, I'm just prefacing by saying uh, I got some stuff, man. I I watched some watched some stuff. How about you ramble a little list of what pops in your head, and I'll stop you if I'm like, oh. I need to talk about that. Okay, two movies that you've been telling me to watch for a very long time that I finally got uh, under my belt. Patterson. Yes. With with Adam Driver. Uh, maybe my favorite Adam Driver performance up until oh. Marriage Story. But no, maybe marriage even... Story. Yeah. I don't know. I, he, I, might, uh, I might like his performance in that more than Marriage it's Story. It's so I gotta say. natural. It's just... It is. Oh, and I he's, love he's it. Just, he's just a guy just like living his life like that that's the whole thing like driving a bus and not to give any spoilers away but there there are a couple moments where uh his character does some things a little out of the norm of the movie's uh groove because it's kind of got a groove from the right right away from the first scene oh yeah and there are a couple moments that kind of offset that groove not too much and it's you know but he even he makes those moments feel natural to that character still, even though they're a little out of the, you know what I mean? Totally. It's hard to totally. not spoil that movie. You know what I, I, yeah, it's a great movie. What else did you watch? Yeah. Uh, uh, you were never really here. Uh, Joaquin, <clears throat> Joaquin, uh, Phoenix. It's a good movie. It's, uh, brutal. <laughs> but, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Brutal without showing you too much brutality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh today I just watched uh the final episode of Devs. Um as did I, my friend. Shit. Oh my god. What wow. a great show. Ooh, it's 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 a it's a contained story, you know? It's I that's love that. it's so cool. It's a mini series basically. It's just Alex yep. Garland like coming up with a dope story it's, it that almost he was like, ah, like this a, is longer than a movie yeah totally he's like this is too long to make a movie and i mean i might be able to he's a great writer and i i haven't read his books but maybe he was thinking about you know adapting something he could have made a book now that he has the uh recognition that he has he could do a tv show you know yeah yeah Gosh, it was great i uh oh, man. without there's giving no way anything away yeah i won't spoil anything but I will say this show just is—it's got balls, you know. I mean, I don't like that term very much. What, what's what's another term for that? It's got chutzpah. Uh, it's got chutzpah. guts. <laughs> yeah, it's got guts. Guts is a good. I mean, ah, oh, yeah. Alex Garland just has a very—he's got a a very close hand on the pulse of like what is interesting as far as what pe- what we strive. to for in technology like what we want what we want to create and the consequences of that and like oh i don't know yeah it's it would be very hard to <laughs> talk in depth about that that sh- show uh all the things that i want to say man that last last episode twists and turns i really really liked the ending me too i loved it i thought oh it yep i won't I'm not going to say too much about what I thought because like we're saying, it's pretty hard not to spoil, but it was great. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. Good job, Alex Garland. Good job, dude. Hey, if you're listening, no way that you are in a million years ever, but thank you. Good Good job. job. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, 
I've been watching The Leftovers, which you yes, suggested. You have. I don't I think we got that. I don't think that was on air last time. Like, I don't think we recorded that little uh, no. suggestion bit. But no. yeah, last yeah. week or two weeks ago, Calvin had suggested I watch the show The Leftovers. And that was last week, dude. It was last week? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I've already watched two seasons. I was hoping to be able to say I could. I watched two seasons over two weeks, but uh, not the case. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's that good, though. It's It really honestly, is a great yeah. show. Uh, when it, I showed Eva, we watched season one. I mean, I had already watched most of it, but we watched season one in literally like 24 hours. Uh, so it's just so compelling. It's honestly... I was surprised that I had not talked to you about it yet. It's it's yeah, one of the best I, shows of all time. I would definitely. agree that I've seen at least. I'm not a huge TV guy, so there are a lot of those shows like like The Sopranos we talked about last week. Uh, yeah. The Wire, Deadwood. Those are three mm. of the the big three that like my dad, and my brother have always told me I need to watch, <laughs> but I never have. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it it it's so it. Like one thing I don't I don't want to compare it too much to this show because I'm sure it already has been up and down the wall. But the creator of the show also created Lost, which I happen to be yeah. watching right now with Abby. Oh yeah. Um nice. she's watching it for the first time and I'm just kind of every now and then bouncing in and taking a peek at the episode. And to me, the leftovers really does feel like this dude is making something he know he knows what he, he want where he wants it to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's based on a novel that I haven't read, so I don't know where that novel goes and what directions this show goes similarly. But either way, it just kind of feels like a more focused, like every episode takes its time a lot more than an episode of Lost does. But yeah. that's kind of the point of Lost. I'm not digging on it at all. It's it's almost like a, a soap opera sci-fi, you know, where this is like a, yeah. a hard drama sci-fi-ish. I don't even know if I could call it that. It's... Ugh. Well, also, like, uh, Lost came out in, like, the the aughts, uh, when, in a time that was more uh, centered around, like, you know, uh, weekly television, you know, totally. like, uh, like, watching 24. an episode. And that's what, like, I watched Lost with my mom in high school, and we watched, I, Same. it honestly drove me mad at the time, because I was like, I just want to watch this whole thing right now. But um, yeah, watching I'm actually it really right glad. now, it is literally a cliffhanger after cliffhanger that is the show's formula that, that, well that's the whole thing because it was coming out weekly it's like formatted yeah. to be like oh well i'm definitely gonna tune in next week and then like a bunch of crazy stuff happens and then you get a cliffhanger and like that's just but that's ah i don't know it, it you especially in the later seasons of lost you just really get the idea that uh they did not have a plan you know they were just like here's a cool setup yeah, when and I'm, let's just when I look fucking into, run with it. I don't I don't look too much into this because I don't know uh, everything that goes on behind the scenes just by reading the names on the credits. But I still look into it because I'm yeah. interested. So the first two episodes were directed by J.J. Abrams. And then after that, the writers and directors kind of shift. But the creator, um, oh, I, I just I think Damien Lindolf, is that his name? Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof, thank you. He... His name appears in like every single episode, and I think J.J. Abrams is credited as creator, you know? So I yeah. wonder if J.J. just wrote these two episodes of a show, and him and this dude were like, this is a great idea. Let's roll with it. And then the studio yeah. was like, 
yes for you know like 10 <laughs> years and after like six years or or eight years or something like that but after like a certain amount of time i'm sure jj was like okay well i mean i just i wrote the question but i i don't i didn't write the answer man so that's right. your job yeah. and then other guys had to figure out what to do and you know the different directors and writers of every episode kind of had an idea of where it was going to go i feel like the leftovers almost feels like they all oh. had every director and writer of each episode had a game plan because the, i think the writers stay the same i think yeah um yep damon lindelof wrote every single episode with someone yeah and, and you can tell from moment one like there's a there's a course that this thing is going on absolutely but, oh one of my favorite things, and I've expressed this to you as you've been texting me, updating me, because I'm now living vicariously through you of getting to watch the show for the first time <laughs> That's again. That's a great feeling. Um, uh, oh, my God. It's, yeah, I'm honestly addicted to it. And now I understand my friend Alex uh, from uh, the restaurant that I worked at uh, recommended the show to me. And I kept updating him and he was like, this is you, you, you're going to do this now. Like, this is a part of what you do now is you get people hooked on this show and you live vicariously through getting to watch them through the show or getting to watch the show through them. For the Which first almost time, feels like something out of the show. Just saying. Yeah, absolutely. You know what but I mean? I, I was able to do it with, with Eva and uh, I got Sam to watch the first, like, I don't know half a season i think is a little too heavy uh currently and i totally understand heavy hey shows. when i first discovered black mirror and watched all of it at once remember we we were living with jordan and will at the time yeah. and they yeah. were both like dude you're you're gonna have issues and i was like what it's just a show and they're like you're watching black mirror in the dark and you're watching multiple episodes in a night right like how you, haven't you destroyed you okay, your man? phone yet and your laptop <laughs> right. isn't out the way, you know? Yeah. Just some, I think, you know, some people have different capacities for what they prefer to watch. That's why Abby hasn't yeah. gotten around to it yet. She wants to wait until she can watch it during a lighter time, I think. Yeah. And that makes sense, man. Oh, totally. but uh, what I was going to say is uh, one of my favorite things about it is basically just the balance that they ride of... Uh, giving you answers to things like setting up a bunch of just questions like what what is going on with this this and this and then giving you answers to things but also playing the balance of like leaving enough ambiguity that you can like interpret a lot of stuff on your own but it's never in a frustrating way it's never like well did he die or not it's like or, yeah or even in like you know I think my favorite thing that it does will answer a question that just really makes you ask more questions Totally. You'll be like, you'll be like, so, and this isn't a thing in the show, but you might be like, so, what, what's up with that water bottle? And then a person will just churn and be like, the water bottle is filled with this, and then walk away, and you'll be like, wait, but why was that person there, and why did they know about the water bottle? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's like right, the show yeah. in a nutshell. It's like totally. It's like I want an answer to this question, and then the way it answers it makes you ask a thousand more. Um, yep. But yeah, it's great. I, I'm, I can't wait to finish it and. Once I do, I think we'll talk about it a little more. It's a show that has a plan from the very beginning, and you can tell that. Not unlike a certain show that uh, I know you and I like very much, Avatar The Last Airbender. Let's let's get into it. Hey folks, welcome to A New Lens. This is a podcast Calvin and I started to revisit things we've watched in the past with this new lens of not only adulthood, but we're both trying to be in one way or another filmmakers and aspiring filmmaking, filmmakers yeah aspire being an aspiring filmmaker leaves you 
with a whole new lens. So this episode was The Warriors of Kiyoshi. Um, basically started out with Aang and the gang getting to an Earth Temple Kingdom Kiyoshi Island because Aang was trying to ride some big fish, which just brings me to say this show has the best animals. Elephant koi, oh. awesome. Yeah. So he so tries cool. to ride some elephant koi and they end up getting captured by a group known as the Kiyoshi Warriors. When uh, they come to after, you know, being blindfolded and whatnot, they realize the group of warriors are all women and it kind of pisses Sokka off, which brings us an arc in this in this episode. Um, Absolutely. They also realize that they worship, they, I guess they built this island or these, um, this town around Avatar Kiyoshi, who Aang says he knows because he's the Avatar and once he proves that. They kind of freak out and fangirl about him. Kind of gets to his head. <laughs> Consequently, Zuko uh, gets wind of where the Avatar is. Um, and uh, after, you know, the shenanigans of uh, Aang having his uh, sort of fame on the island and Sokka coming to terms with uh, the Kyoshi warriors, uh, they're invaded by Zuko and his goons and uh, Aang... Uh, is able to get them to leave, uh, follow him by running away, but uh, not without cost. Which uh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll we'll get through through all those details. But uh, the very first moment of the of the of this episode, I really like. Uh, and I forgot. I I watched it last night actually with Sam just to watch it, and then I watched it again today to like, you know, look at it more analytically. And I forgot that first moment with Zuko. With his candles, you know, he's oh, sitting with the candles yeah. and, and Iroh comes in and I love that he's like, he's trying to like emanate and show that he has learned some of the lessons that Iroh has been bestowing on he him. He tries his but best as, soon as, as long as he, he can. really does. <laughs> he really does. Then as soon as he's like, yeah, uh, we don't know where the hell he is. What? <laughs> yeah. It's really go, just uh, it. I, I love that moment too. Cause it, I, I don't know if he if he always has been doing that, but I like to think that he's trying meditation out for maybe the first time, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, my Uncle Iroh's told me about this. I'm going to give it a shot. And then he comes in and he's like, yeah, what is he? I, I wrote down like what he what Iroh always told him to. He said uh, a sign of a great leader or what does he say? Keeping a level head is a sign of a great leader. And mm -hmm. it's just like that's that is very wise, but uh, he doesn't quite. Yeah. Doesn't quite hold on to that for very long. Doesn't, nope. Doesn't quite accomplish it. The first thing I wrote down for this was talk about the music because <laughs> I don't think we've talked about the music enough. And this That's episode true. starts out with just a cool. Oh, chord, yeah. And yeah. then the whole episode is just filled with great music. And that moment in and of itself actually has a great little music cue the the fire nation music is usually so every time we get into the fire nation it's like <laughs> and it's like so menacing but every now and then when iroh does something just whimsical it'll just be a different instrument but the same notes and it's somehow the same thing but really funny <laughs> and it's just hilarious you know and i yeah. i love that the show is able to use motifs in that way you know yeah um i well since we're on the music actually one thing i wanted to touch on i wanted to bring that up last episode i wrote it down and i think i've actually written that note 
and both of the last episodes like talk about the music but i'm so glad you brought us to that because what a score this show has and especially shown um i mean the, the there's a musical motif that will come back in the score over and over which is those uh i don't know what is that are those uh is that a xylophone the dun 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 boom boom oh yeah something like that yeah a mallet instrument mallet percussion yeah, something like that. But man, and I actually, uh, I kind of tried to emulate that a little bit with the uh, the the intro music that we got. I got a sense for um, that, definitely. Yeah, cool. I'm glad that came across. But uh, that is every time I hear those tones, I just get like wildly emotional for some reason. Me <laughs> it too. Just, it just it's becomes just like such like a chord a cool for some reason. Fall night outside or something, you know? And I'm yeah. like, oh, it's. But it almost always is brought up in a moment of like, uh, sort of emotional, like we got away, but it didn't go the way we wanted, you know, like, yeah, and that's the ending of last episode, the Southern, Southern air temple, when it's just the three of them left from the, you know, mm-hmm. so, or, uh, uh, Ang, Appa and Momo. And, uh, it's like hopeful, but at the same time, this kind of. A sad hope. Like, yeah, we did it, yeah. but not quite what I was looking for. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that... Ugh. And they never change things. These motifs stay the same throughout all three seasons, which is... It's really impressive that they're able to write something good enough to instill emotions over and over without ever being like, okay, I get it. You're drilling it in my head. It's the bad guy. Like, it never feels right. like that. It just feels like... It, it almost feels like part of what's going on. Like, they're, they're hearing the music in that world, too. Often, right, you know? yeah. Oh, and the fighting music. There, that was another musical mm. moment in the last episode, the uh, awesome. in the in the Agni Kai. I love... It just makes your heart race. It does. Oh, it's like... And it's it's like sort of hyping up, like, battle yeah, breathing. You, like, you yeah, know? you almost get the sense that it's happening in the world. Exactly. Oh, so good. Well, the next beat of the episode we're on now, though, that I wanted to highlight was uh, Ang. I mean, we've seen him, you know, like he wants to hang out with Katara in the first episode. And like he's kind of staring at her in the first episode, which is kind of funny. And they, they, they go penguin sledding and stuff. But you really see that he's, you know kind of got a thing for her in this episode yeah. you know most of and his it's... arc in this episode even when it's not about katara it's about katara right yeah and and that's that's set up in their first scene he's like trying to get he's trying to get her attention he's trying to you know spin the 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 what are those are they like just like They're marbles metal balls marbles yeah, just little marbles i was like why does he have like ball bearings because <laughs> 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 that's a D item that I always have and never really know what to do with. Like <laughs> you scatter them on the ground if someone's chasing you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, he's like longing for her attention specifically. Um, and also sets up the, the issues with like um, sexism and gender roles in, in uh, that will be explored throughout the whole episode in that fir- first scene with them as well. When she's fixing his pants and he like, oh yeah, makes I, fun and of her. I like that they she's like, oh, that I guess I don't have to fix your pants then. And he throws them back, and he's like, oh, cut, but I can't wear these. And I kind of like that it's they like, set that up before what ha- what comes next because it's showing like that's that's how he is. It's not just because of 
you know what happens right. on Kyoshi. It it's kind of just like, and it, and it makes you wonder like, do you think the uh, the way he was brought up? I mean, he's the only guy left on their in their island or uh, in their uh, tribe. Tribe, and yeah. he's basically told like, you are the protector of this tribe. You're the warrior. You're the leader. So he's kind of been raised up thinking that that's how it is. He just right. because he's the only one there, he doesn't have like his dad to be around to be like, all right, well, I don't mean it like that, you know? So he right. kind of thinks of it like that. And even if Katara's Katara's kind of hit him over the head a couple times for saying stuff like this before, but yeah, it's kind of, but it's different coming from your sister, you know, exactly. like, and that's probably totally. the, the main person that he's gotten pushback on those views from. Absolutely. Yeah, and Aang has nothing to say this whole episode. <laughs> Whenever he says anything, Aang will just make a joke about something else or just, right. you know, hey, Katara, check this out, you know? Yeah, he does um, at that one moment go, nice dress. But he's not even, like, making fun of him. He's legit just being like, hey, nice dress. Yeah, I always... I think he's my, saying it with a little I, teasing in it, but Only he's not because like, he knows know. Sokka would be bothered. But if, exactly. if he knew Sokka would enjoy wearing it, I think he'd be like, no, I mean it. You know? Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Um, I wrote down a little thing because I thought... I, I never thought about this moment before, but watching it this time, it, it hit me a little different because it's used as like a, a method of Aang's little, you know, his distractions and stuff when he's uh, trying to get on the koi fish and Katara runs mm -hmm. off to feed Appa or to tell Appa, no, don't yeah. eat that. Yeah. You always pay attention to the Aang stuff. But when you think about it, Katara is, like, fully caring about what Appa's eating on this, like, island and stuff. I don't know. It kind of made me just think, like, oh, she cares about Appa. Like, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it before, but she's like, Appa, don't eat that. Oh, like, yeah. you know? Right. Like, you, she cares. No, that's very sweet. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> Actually, oh. I wrote that moment down, too, but just because I was like, that's, I don't know. It's just cool that, like, you don't need to see what's going on over there. You know exactly. Appa's just he's, yeah, mowing he's down on some bush like, over there or something. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. The moment where Aang is running away from the Unagi is a total contender for a kid moment of <laughs> That's the week. That's true. That and face. Him like turning around and being like. <laughs> and he's just like yeah. in like four strides. He crosses yeah. the lake. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, then they do get captured and uh, they wake up tied to the main pole uh, in the center of town. And something that I, I don't know, I sort of forgot about was um kyoshi island has stayed out of the war yeah when they got there time. i think they assumed no years. one was even living there yeah right? exactly yes that's so and, cool and he says that you know like i i forget exactly the context but you know the the sort of i don't know leader of the island what is that guy's role mayor mayor of kyoshi island <laughs> you know, Dad. the guy with the Dad big of kyoshi the, island the Big top bun, <laughs> Kyoshi. Dad. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty funny. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, that's that. That's just pretty profound, man. That like over a hundred years, they've been able to like have no stakes in the war and just protect their own town. Um, I don't know. Uh, just struck me as cool. I also the the centerpiece of their town being Avatar Kyoshi. I've never thought about Avatar Kyoshi as much as I did in this. This time, because, you know, we're thinking about it. Yeah. And is she... How many... I don't know how to word this, but essentially, I guess what I'm trying to say is, would she not be able to bend if she wasn't an avatar? Because she's 
she's not a monk. You know what I mean? Are the benders all monks? Or are monks just a part? Do you know what I mean by that? Uh, so, like, when I imagine airbenders, I'm imagining Aang's air nomads. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. But Kiyoshi is... I don't think she's an air nomad. She... I see, think... It, I mean... Or is Kiyoshi, she? The, I think the island of Kyoshi and the Kyoshi warriors are affiliated with the Earth Kingdom. Although this is something that I've thought about before. Is like, are what what kind of bender was she? So, but she's oh, got the so, fans. Which so maybe she imply... was just someone from the Earth Kingdom who didn't bend, <clears throat> but then chose airbending as like her main bending thing as an avatar. See, that's what I'm saying. It kind of raises a lot of questions when you really think about... Because most of the benders in this world are pretty much like you look at them and you're like, oh, that's an earthbender. <laughs> but but like yeah. the avatars can bend all four elements. So when you look at Kyoshi, I mean, she's from an Earth Kingdom island. She wears all green, but she uses fans as her main right. source of bending. And I mean, or we assume she does, because at this point we haven't actually seen like a flashback of Kyoshi. We've just seen what she looks like. Yeah, and um, she, I don't, I don't remember if she has fans like in the on, on the statue that's carved of her. It might just be the Kyoshi warrior. But even so, they're they're metal fans, which is, I suppose, and I like to more think like that when Aang picks up those fans later, yeah. which we'll get to, uh, oh, it's kind of him moment. almost remembering a past life, which I'll talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. That's sorry about uh, interjecting with something later, but we'll get to that. I love what follows is uh just them getting the total like celebrity treatment um and i love that all of them get it in a certain way i love <laughs> panning over appa just laying down and just <laughs> monching food out of the appa side of Momo his mouth chill so hard in this episode <laughs> chill so <laughs> throughout hard. the whole episode there there's a shot of momo like upside down just eating fruit at one point yeah. in the like side of the shot there's like a There's another one where he's points just... where there are kids just like holding him. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's passed just out in their up. arms. <laughs> Jay fucking chilling, and I love. I mean, this this one's more like directly uh, in the attention, but his hand creeping up onto the table and grabbing the food. Yeah, and, and then and, and, and then you can look him. in the next in the next shot, and he has like like he has like muffins. handfuls of muffins and stuff. I love in that moment Mound too up. how. So what had just happened at this point is they got captured and then they were freed because he proved he's the avatar. So they're hanging out in like a little, what I'm assuming is like a little rental unit and they have just a big, huge table full of food, but Sokka isn't eating, which clearly established in the last episode and right. throughout this one already again, <laughs> dude's hungry. So yeah. that's weird. And I love Aang just being like, you don't want any? Like his face just gets like shocked. You're, yeah. you're not hungry? And... Then when he does decide to grumble and like leave, he grabs like an armful and he's like, "Fine, I'm just gonna take it." And then and he's off the shot, he's off screen, and you just hear, "Oh, these are pretty good." <laughs> Do you? I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's just like hear like a little mumble, just like, "Oh, this is pretty good." It's uh, pretty good. It's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, oh my speaking god! Speaking of that little moment too, when Ang proves himself as the avatar he does the spinny marble marble trick again almost as right. like a okay well it didn't work for katara and then everyone yeah. goes nuts <laughs> full which lips out leads to another contender for kid week of the kid moment of oh. the week <laughs> oh yeah 
foaming foam mouth, mouth guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, have you heard the? <laughs> I mean, production stories about that? No, I was reading. I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was just an article that referenced tweets. But the (laughs) creators of the show were talking about the episode and they said something about that moment being just a normal dude who flips out and falls over. And then one of the animators animated foam in his mouth and they just couldn't (laughs) go back (laughs) because it was like that is too good fully flips out (laughs) that moment makes me laugh hard every time that moment is followed then by um immediately it kind of happens soon that awesome segment of a dude catching a fish selling it to another dude yeah who sells it in turn to another dude who then prepares a meal and lays it in front of zuko and the information is passed down that the avatar is on Kyoshi Island. Yep. That's just a cool like the show can just do things like that and it doesn't use that that method again I don't think. It's the one time Man, it does yeah, that and it just it it works. It's cool. It's economical. It... 3 it, it's like 3 to 5 seconds and you're like, "Oh, yeah, that justifies completely how he knows that he's there," you know? And it doesn't feel like okay, come on. It really feels like it makes sense because this is I mean, they this whole time have basically been following them. Earlier, we saw Zuko has a map of their exact like flight patterns thus far, which is also funny that he thought they were a master of of (laughs) getting rid of them and Aang is just like, I don't know where we're going, but (laughs) yeah. Well, he's kind of putting it off too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that like. Well, yeah. I mean, it is you know intentional in in the episode. Like later on, he's doesn't want to leave and i mean that's partially like the you know fame and all the attention that he's getting but it's also like i don't i don't want to just go straight there you know like Face responsibilities uh, yeah exactly it's a big thing yeah a really cool thing that i noticed i don't know if you spotted this the next scene when he's going into uh 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 the where the warriors are um you know practicing he he's doing his stretches and he's being all cocky and everything and being all dicky. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm the greatest warrior in my village. So, and he leans over in one of his stretches and you can see the spot on his pants that Katara sewed back together. Oh, that's cool. I Isn't didn't that notice cool? that. Like, even as he's like bragging and trying to be like, yeah, I mean, I'm a man, so I'm probably a better fighter than all of you. Like, he would have it's a hole showing... in his pants if it wasn't he for He would Katara. have a big old hole in his butt, yeah, if it wasn't for Katara. Yeah. I love that. Right? I, yeah, I also, so. in that same scene, there was a shot when, she res- when he says something about, uh, I forget if it's in that exact moment or if it's a couple seconds later, but when um, Suki's responding to him, they go to a wide shot and it's like the mm. camera, if if it's a physical camera, it was as if the camera was set down behind a sword, like a katana. And yeah. I just thought it was so cool because it was just like, he's like, yeah, sorry to interrupt your dance lesson. And then the camera just goes to behind a literal like machine of death. There's a sword. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they're warriors, dude. Don't mess with them, you know? Oh, and then they just fucking Shrek him, dude. And it feels <laughs> so good. It's like, thank yeah. you. You know, he needed yeah. to kind of get a little something. And you know she holds back. Yeah. Suki's a badass. Oh, my God. 
one of the most badass characters thus far. I mean, like... Oh, I would agree holy, completely. Holy shit. In one fluid motion, she takes off his belt and ties his foot and hand together with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I Amazing. mean, come on. Yeah. Um, um, something I thought about. The the fangirls, as we could call them, yeah. you know, they're probably going to be warriors of Kiyoshi one day. It's kind of oh, cool wow. to think about. That is kind of cool. And like when you look that. at them... They're kind of badass looking. Like, I feel like if they wanted to, they could be like, all right, Aang, we're going to kick your ass. You know? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. There's something about them that just gives off like a little bit of a, yeah, a vibe. Like, they're just like badass. That is interesting. Uh, I don't want to read too much into this, but uh, are the only people on this island uh, little girls? Kyoshi Warriors and that one old dude. <laughs> oh, I suppose there's Foaming Mouth Guy. And then there's that Painter Guy, which is also a great contender for I Kid Moment. Mumbling Painter Guy. All right, there's I the Avatar. Yeah, right. Okay, there's one more. There's, oh, there's, there's two there's even more. <laughs> and then it just cuts to his face. Just what? Yeah. and then he leaves he just leaves yeah (laughs) he's just like all right no yeah i'm not doing this yeah um that whole uh sort of uh montage of them flipping out over him is is the best and they all do go wild over him i mean like they paint the statue like repaint the statue and sort of fix everything up and like they're they are all stoked it's not just the little girls that are like you know, yeah, and I, I think one something that should be noted, too, is they're not just stoked because they're realizing now that the Avatar has returned, which, by the way, they probably haven't really fully become aware because maybe they don't have access to... You know how everybody kind of realized it when he went into the Avatar state last episode? Mm-hmm. I think that was just, like, you know, made relevant to the main... Uh, avatar temples and i don't know if they have a temple for avatar kiyoshi on this right. island so maybe yeah. you know unless maybe that statue's eyes glowed and they were like whoa the avatar's returned this might be a bigger deal because one they're finding out he's returned and two he's basically an ancestor of the thing that their island is named after right. so it's almost it's like kiyoshi island. back you know yeah and that's pretty wow. cool it's a it's that a bigger cool. deal to them that you know he's back yeah um, I, I wrote down they, cause he goes to ride the Unagi pretty soon here. And yeah. it made me think about how these characters or the creators of the show create animals on this show. And mm. I just think the Unagi is so cool to think about outside of this episode. Like when you think about it as like a mythological creature that it's not just a giant sea serpent, which is terrifying in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. It, it uses a like instead of fire breath, it has water breath. It like right. shoots water out, which when you think about that, it could like cause like tidal waves to pull animals in from like yeah. the shore, or it could sink ships, or like it's probably like Shit. a a pretty terrifying creature that you know this whole island is basically guarded yeah. by. Whole another reason why it probably isn't often messed with. Also, interesting to think about, um, well, A, it's um, fucking huge. Uh, <laughs> it's like a... Like, oh my god. Like, he gets on the, the, the elephant koi, and those are enormous. 
And then this thing's fin shows up at the beginning. It's like and it's bigger than the elephant koi. <laughs> yeah, just the like just back the fin. fin is. Um, and this thing probably the unagi probably eats elephant koi. You know, it's got sharp teeth. It oh looks yeah, like a that predator, was a terrifying you know? moment too when you just see one of the elephant koi behind Aang just all of a sudden stop moving and then get pulled backwards into the water. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. Oh. One of those giant fish, and Jesus. you this. Up until that moment, you'd think of them as just, oh, they're giant fish. And now I'm sympathizing with the giant fish. <laughs> right. So, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I like the argument that happens just before that, um, before he goes back to the Unagi. It's just a really well done, like, kid argument of like, well, yeah, well, I'm glad that you're getting all the attention. Well, yeah, I'm going to go to the beach because, yeah. I don't want you to come anyway. And she's like, well, good, because I don't want to be there. And then they both have this moment at the end of that argument where they like, Aang looks back at her and he's like, yeah, that was shitty. And then he turns and goes and she looks back and she's like, oh, this sucks. You know, like Like if you you would have just stood there looking for one second longer, they probably would have made up in that room, you know, right? and it would have been fine before he left. Yeah. Gosh. Um, Classic. I, I love it. I love, I love after also... And this is actually something I've been wanting to get to. Uh, part of the reason I love this show so much is, like, the things that... I mean, A, it's great storytelling in so many ways that we're already highlighting. But it's also a good kids show, like, entertaining for kids. But also teaching kids simple, valuable lessons in not always, like, obvious ways. Such as, like, uh, I mean... I suppose both of these are kind of obvious in in this episode, but like um, uh, apologizing when you're wrong is what I'm is what I'm getting to. Like uh, when she comes out and finds him and he's like glad that she came and he's like, I'm sorry, that was that was stupid. I was I was being dumb. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, too. Like, why don't you come back here? And then the Unagi shows up Um, and. Sokka going to the Kyoshi Warriors and saying I love that moment oh my god and just learning how to be humble in that way you know Uh, and I love that later even when he has apologized and learned somewhat he still hasn't like fully gotten it yet because he's like yeah and he says I treated you like a girl when I should have treated you like a warrior she's like I'm a warrior but I'm a girl too yeah like I am both those things you know that's, that is, it, it's oh. something that you should you should be seeing in in more children's shows. I feel like it's just Absolutely. rare, and yeah, part of the reason it makes it so good. And it's still, and what's great about it too is, yeah, it's kind of obvious, but it's enter- it's still great to watch. It's still while I'm right. watching it, it feels natural, and it doesn't feel like I'm getting beaten over the head with ideas. Well, right, you know because it I mean? doesn't. It doesn't seem like. It's natural it's being told to you, the audience. It's yeah, exactly it's being told to this character who I feel would totally do that. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, totally. Katara's water bending in this episode is improved again. Yeah, and and because you can see her doing stuff like practicing when they yep. have that argument, she is sitting with a bowl of water practicing. Really cool know, animation. Controlling it. Uh, yeah. First time I noticed it, the water when you look through it bends like the reflection of her behind it you know kind of like oh, a straw it? on a glass yeah and since the water is moving it's even more i'm just 
it's it's stuff like that that i res- i really respect the animators of the show for going oh, yeah. that extra mile i mean maybe there's some kind of a simulation you can do to make that happen but i don't know that this when the show was being animated uh, you could yeah, do that i don't think so i don't think so well yeah I don't, it's it's impressive but uh yeah. yeah i love that um she is able to use bending to save ang in that last moment and it's more than just her like pushing away with the wave when she when the right. water like splashes they're fine you know i like mm-hmm. to think that she like pillowed them when they landed i mean you can't just survive yeah. getting smacked against a rock with by right. a tidal wave totally. and they're fine and then she bends the water out of him to yeah yeah because he he breathes in enough water to kind of pass out and mm-hmm. she's able to bend you know so which cool. made me think again about the avatar state so mm-hmm. i wonder if she basically avoided that happening i bet if she would have just done nothing he would have gone into the avatar state in that moment oh interesting yeah that's a good point kind of i don't know if it would uh been it might have significantly changed what happened in the episode the whole town probably would have gotten destroyed you know yeah man but the town does get pretty fucked it does get pretty messed up and you think it's gonna get totally messed up yeah which brings us back to that unagi and i just think that's really clever i know it's kind of it might be kind of obvious after having seen it. Like, I don't know. Cause that to me was already a great creature design in and of itself. And now it's being utilized to bring a, you know, a nice yeah. hopeful ending to this. Now right. old guy, just looking out the window. Thanks avatar. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to actually, I wanted to bring this up to you. Cause I'm curious about your thoughts. Uh, that moment specifically and also when he's like i brought like ang is like i brought this here and yes absolutely and i'm like i'm glad he learned those lessons but also um zuko found out that they were there and came and they were trying to protect him and that's why like the battle broke out because they don't want him to get the avatar and also they're trying to protect themselves but that's like someone says that i forget but like the they they're doing this to protect the avatar but if he wasn't there like if they had already left like if he had followed katara's advice and just left i mean do you think zuko still would have just like fucked up the town because he came in and he was like uh find him find him yeah yeah and he's like he's not immediately started going at it his honor depends on it he's not gonna just like be like oh he's not here okay cool and then leave like they yeah, would have right. to defend themselves. So, like, I don't know. Would the town have gotten fucked either way? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's... They probably would have. But then again, like, if he hadn't have been... Although, I don't know. Like, if he hadn't been running his mouth and enjoying the, like, popularity and everything, maybe word wouldn't have gotten out. But that happened pretty quick, actually. Yeah, I, I like to think that the person who spread that word was like foam and mouth guy's friend you know sure. someone who was like we need to talk about this because this yeah. is a you know yeah. big news especially for kiyoshi we don't get a lot of news around here you know right so i don't know it just <laughs> made me a little like i don't know when he's like thank you avatar it's like well <laughs> the town is just wrecked uh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It's a nice, like, button, and he did, like, help it get not more wrecked, I suppose. Yeah, like, that's... Exactly. That's the main thing, is, like... he And he so... He 
covered the firebenders in water which is always funny sight (laughs) like anyone on this show can be covered in water but it's especially hilarious when it's a firebender because they're just so pissed and they're just like kind of steaming a little yeah steaming (laughs) yeah um oh i wrote down again i know we just talked about it earlier but when ang uses those fans and uh because during the moment when Zuko does show up, there is some time where a fight breaks out. And for us as viewers, I feel like the first time watching the show, you're almost like, oh, finally, Aang and Zuko are about to show. It's going to be a showdown, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then Zuko is, you know, he begins pretty well. And then Aang just using air, by the way, like pulls the fans up from the ground, which is always awesome. I love how Aang... He does that with everything. Like whenever he wants to grab something, he uses air to pull it to his hand. It's so cool. And then he just rears up and hits Zuko with a big wave of air using the fans. And there's a moment where it cuts to Aang's face and you can tell he feels like shit for doing it. Mm. He's not, he's not like a, that was badass. It's, it's, and it can be interpreted, I think, obviously as like, oh, look what's happening to this town because of me. But sure. I kind of interpreted it this time as a, I really hate that I just had to do that. Like, I yeah. didn't want to have to hurt that guy, but he made me, you know? Yeah. He's a child monk, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> he raised as a monk. He right. never wasn't one. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't so, even, I don't think he's ever eaten meat. Yeah. Probably, probably not. Never had a little bison jerky. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I hate that I said that, too. <laughs> a lemur burger? Oh, lemur God. Burger. <laughs> what's, oh, what's, what's more horrible is that Sokka would be so down. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, he was straight up trying to fucking eat Momo. Oh, yeah. Last episode. Oh, yeah. wanted to cut that fucker up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... I forget what the is that's the final moment, right? Is the thank you avatar. Do they have like a final moment flying off into the into the distance? Oh, she uh because oh, because Aang when he does go to uh use the unagi to douse the town, he just dives off uh Appa, which is a goddamn baller move. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> he just um, goes for it. Uh, but then he gets back and he's like, I'm sorry, that was that was reckless. And she was like, yes, it was. And then she hugs him. Yeah, that's Which right. is also another, like, I don't know, intrinsic teaching thing where it's like, you can be mad and not say, like, no, it's okay. And still be like, I'm glad you're okay, though. And this all worked out. And he also, like, sort of the end of the little mini arc of the episode, which is probably the main story of the episode, is him, like, wanting some attention from Katara. And getting that attention and not through helping them and helping yeah. other people, not and from that attention is doing cool tricks attention. or whatever. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, uh, as far as the kid moment of the week, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. We've got the we've got Momo in many different scenarios. We've got Appa eating. We've got Aang <laughs> water running. Right. But, but uh, that foam mouth guy. I he mean, is. He's just <laughs> he's, he's, definitely. I mean, hands I'm down. glad that we can agree. Kid moment of the week goes he to foam mouth at guy. The mouth and collapses. Because... Oh my god. <laughs> There's even they added sound effects too. I think 
It's like gurgly. <laughs> I got to go back and watch that now. It's funny, man. It's They go for it. Great show. Uh, I'm glad we're watching it. Oh, Look yeah. Look forward to next week's episode. Uh, Absolutely. Next week, uh, should we tease the uh, name of next week's episode at the end of these little oh, deals? That's that's not a bad idea. What is the name of next so, week's episode? Next week oh, we, have we have the, the King the of Omashu. Oh, okay. King of Omashu. I remember this one very distinctly. I won't I mean, say how anything about it other than it's another great one, as they all it are. It is another great one. Uh, as far as watching them, by the way, I don't know. I was doing some Googling before this. we started recording, and I saw uh, Daily Motion might have the episodes on it. Although, I did start to watch one. Uh, and then you called me like right as I did, but I think it was flipped. Like I think the image was flipped so that they can't get sued or whatever. Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to hook people up uh, if For they sure. want to watch along. But um, buy the DVD box set, man. It's it's absolutely worth it. Yeah, if you have a Blu-ray player, Target has the Blu-ray, uh, all three seasons in one box set, and it's pretty cheap. Uh, if you don't, I'm pretty sure Target still has the regular one too. I know they just got like a bunch of the Blu-ray box sets because that's all I've been, all I've been seeing on the Twitters. Everyone, this, a lot sense. of people are getting back into this show, so I feel that's like there's, good. yeah, there's no reason. I'm happy to, to see it, man. Not I mean, yeah, I mean, in the preparation for us starting this up, I mean, I saw there's a bunch of people who talk about it online, and you know what? Hell yeah let's get people talking about this show. And if anybody is listening to this one and wants to like collab and like talk about Avatar, hell yeah. Let us know. I hope everyone out there is staying safe and healthy and filling their time with things like Avatar. Uh, And thanks for joining in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, thanks a lot. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>